Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hymanson. And uh, we're here to find out, once and for all, if the shoe fits. I wish it was once and for all. Once Allegedly, and- there's one more... <laughs> Movie in this series. Well, this is the only one where it matters if the shoe fits or not. That's right. Because we're talking a Cinderella story. If the shoe fits. 2015. St- 20, yeah, 2016, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Starring uh, Sophia Carson, Thomas Law, and Jennifer Tilly. Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. Basically the same character if she had three daughters. <laughs> I will say that of the franchises that we've gone through that have had to recast the same role movie after movie, we have run through some great character actresses for these four movies. Mm-hmm. Four movies. Um, yeah, they were all great. Yeah, all they're all they're all people that I was excited to see in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, but before we get too far into it, every week we want to hear from you. Oh, we yes. want to hear your love. Eliz, where can people reach us? Please email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or on Instagram, unlike the picture of her sad under the stairs room, uh, <laughs> at Sequel Rights. <laughs> and please rate and review us wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, the reviews mean a lot to us. And... To the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see what's happening this week in the story of Cinderella. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Tessa who had a dream. Tessa! You scuffed my favorite bed! An all-new Cinderella story. Welcome, VIPs! You've only brought one assistant. I'm not her assistant. I'm her stepdaughter. <laughs> The only thing Tessa ever wanted. You're here to help Athena and Olympia focus on one thing, winning the lead role. Was a way out. Why are you not auditioning for the musical? My stepmother spreads. That's it. Audition in disguise. I'm not so sure about this. Anymore. Shush, shush, and shush. Come on, baby, get loose. Oh, yeah. Time to get loose this week. You pretty much heard the whole movie. Yeah, that's the end of the story. Yeah. They get loose and they go home. <laughs> uh, as we said, this one stars uh, Sophia Carson, who uh, I don't really know who that is right off the top so, of my head. I was telling Justin before we started recording, I, they said, oh, she's from Descendants. And I was like, oh, the George Clooney movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought, like, was like, did Shalane Woodley have like uh, a younger sister that I don't that recall? Is the Descendants, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Please, for for our listeners out there yeah. who don't know what that is, what okay, what, so what it's is a that? Series of Disney Channel movies um, that it is the story. It's based on a popular book series, I think, and it's the story of the children of the Disney villains. And the Disney villains and their offspring are all banished to an island. And the mm-hmm. Disney heroes live on another Is island. Jeff Probst there? Um, <laughs> I wish he was. Uh, so he, Christian Chenoweth there. Um, but anyways. The, <laughs> Who would make an amazing oh my God, yes. evil stepmother? I hope that's the next one. Uh, anyway. so She's uh, above this. Uh, well. I don't know. Missy Pyle's above this. Well, yeah, I don't know, I guess. Oh, my. <laughs> anyway, um, the uh, the good Disney characters decide that it's not nice to automatically make the children of the bad people banish to the bad island. Right. So they let them come to boarding school with all of their kids and musical uh, Romeo and Juliet type things ensue. I see. So Sophia Carson plays Evie, the daughter of the evil witch, the evil queen uh, witch from Snow White. Uh-huh. Um, because all of them have names that are derivative of their parents' name. I see. Now, I know we're not talking about the Descendants. This isn't a Descendants podcast, but do they explain who the dads are in all these situations? I believe they don't. Okay. I believe it's very explicitly It's like the evil witch said. from the Snow White had a husband? Yeah, they, I don't think they say. <laughs> is there a Jafar? Yeah. Uh, Jafar's kid is named, God, what, like, Jay. 
like J A Y. And think. the wife was the tiger. No, the <laughs> J is played by that kid named Boo Boo something or other. Like he, seriously, that's his name. I'm not kidding. Hey Boo Boo. And uh, Boo Boo Smith. Cruella, Cruella Deville's <laughs> Cruella Deville's son Carlos was that kid Cameron Boyce who like weirdly oh, died yeah, out of nowhere. Away. And then Maleficent's daughter Mal is Dove Cameron, and she's the main character. So Evie is like the second fiddle, also a girl in the group. Hmm. But very uninteresting. Also a girl. Well, this movie brings the choreographer of the last film into the director's seat. That's right. Michelle Johnson gets to take over. And, uh, you know, as we've seen for the last two movies now, this one starts the exact same way. Fantasy <laughs> with, music video. With Grease Lightning. <laughs> uh, Sophia Carson singing the song Full Throttle. In uh, yeah, a music video. Like, why does it? Why do they all need to start like this? Okay, this is another movie where it's like the same, almost like not the same plot, but this one's very similar to all the the last three. We've this seen. one's more contrived. It gets into like, what if there was a Cinderella story inside the Cinderella, Cinderella story? It also, like, I think goes back the most to the like literally the Cinderella story. Like, a lot of the elements are just literally the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the first time that someone literally lost their shoe. Right, right. But we still have to shoehorn in a pop star and an audition and all this stuff. It's an, it's a musical. But the yeah. music video is like really, really long. The last two ones, they were doing the music video, but then they were like rudely interrupted and awoken from their dream, right? But this one just goes on for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and then and like, she's like, it's a music video. Yeah, and then th- this one, like, a car horn starts honking, and I was like, is that outside? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and then and then you're like, oh, no, this is her coming out of the dream. <laughs> it's part of the beat, dog. Yeah, but then the, the horn is part of real life yeah. for her as well. Um, but, yeah, I thought this was interesting starting the exact same way. Um, and we should say that I feel like this one uh, is even more of a step into making a full-blown musical. There's, like, major dance numbers and everything in this. Yeah, the, it, it doesn't go full-on into, like, you know, songs advancing the plot or anything. Right. But, it, like, there's one where they're the almost movie, singing The plot along. hits pause. You're not quite sure if they're lip-syncing or actually singing, and it's sort of weird, and everyone's dancing, and I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, she fixes cars. That's her job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her dad was a car, race car driver. Uh, dad was a race car driver. And he died. And he died. And now she's stuck with her evil stepmother. Right. And their two terrible stepdaughters. And allegedly somewhere between Palm Springs and the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the, loco- the locations of this movie don't make any sense. I did appreciate that they at least... Left high school behind completely. They were like, you know what? None of these people look like they're in high school. Let's just make them not high school. They are young adults. They're young adults that give a shit about community theater. (laughs) (laughs) The the plot of this one is a little strange. Like, apparently there is, like, you know, this uh, pop star named, um, what is his name? Reed? Reed West. Yeah. And he's, like, on the brink of becoming the, the new hot shit. Yeah. He's got a new song out called Get Loose. Get loose. And within a couple weeks, it's already hit the Billboard Top 100. He's very close to holding his own Sunday services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to, uh, to having his own opera performed at the Hollywood Bowl. Right. Nebuchadnezzar. <sighs> We're going, right, guys? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be there. It sounds dumb. Um, anyways, uh, the only way he can finally cement himself as a career awesome pop star is to stage a community theater version of Cinderella, Cinderella at because, a resort. Somewhere. Because his dad wants him to? No, his manager. Manager dad? It's, very, it's not his dad. It's very stupidly complicated because he has a girlfriend who is an heiress. Her family owns the resort, and thus he needs to put on the production it, at that resort. It makes no sense. Who carries the watermelon? Exactly. So the part that does make sense is that we have seen there's a precedent for these musical shows put on by the people staying at a resort. Yep. And that the people who pay more money somehow get priority in the show. VIP seats. No matter how right. untalented they may be. Yeah, there's this whole situation where all the girls are, have paid for VIP passes to do this audition. And apparently you get guaranteed a supporting role, which is pretty nuts. 
Even if That's they're nice. like terrible, right? They'll get a supporting role, or some of them are terrible and get like lead roles, basically. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a relevant pop culture reference of somebody who didn't belong in a movie, but I actually can't. <laughs> There's also like um, this thing, like you already mentioned, Dirty Dancing in the show, but it's also this thing of like the servants are more talented than the residents, or whatever. What? The, the and the, it's, that's also the plot of uh, High School Musical 2, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the talent show, and bet now on we're going to perform. Oh, bet on it. That's <laughs> High School Musical 2, right? That was yeah. like one of the first things we watched at our Disney Plus party. Not the movie, <laughs> just bet on it. It wasn't just, let's get ready to Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> that's still so embarrassing to this day. Dumbo! Anyway, let's get already. Oh uh, yeah, so, um, yeah. We we see this guy Thomas Law who's playing Reed, and I'm like, who is this guy? Like the other guys in all the movies, I knew who they were. They were like, they had done something to be famous. He kind of has like an Anton Yelchin look to him. A I know. Bit. I'm like, he doesn't a look like a I'm a, like a typical Prince Charming, and I don't already know him for being famous. So like, what is the deal? And I was like, and who is this guy? Not grossly older. Than yeah. Everybody in the movie, and I was like. With looks like that, he's got to be British in order to play this Prince Charming. And then he's like, hello! And I'm like, oh, okay, there you go. Right. <laughs> he's British, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently he's been in some, uh, yeah, British He was like TV. a soap opera guy. Yeah, he was on EastEnders. They probably thought that he was about to break really big, and then he did this movie, and then nothing else. Yeah. Everyone was like, whoa, did never it. mind, never mind. Yeah, poor guy. Um. But yeah, in this one, uh, I feel like uh, Sophia Carson as uh, Tessa, she gets treated even more poor. I feel like she's treated even more like a servant than in the previous films where like she has to like, um, you know, pick up their napkins when they drop them. She has to like put on sunscreen for them. Yeah, and there's this whole facade of that like there's they're obviously dog? Yeah, a dead dog. Yeah, we continue the weird pet situations yep. in uh, these movies. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, they're obviously, like, not, like, posers, you know? Like, they don't really right. belong in the rich. They're, like, nouveau riche, not class, you know? Like, obviously, she just probably came into money from the dad's death. Mm-hmm. And they're not classy. And All that race car money. They're trying to act like they're as, you know, as fancy as the other people by making, by treating her like a servant or assistant. They're third cousins twice removed from Madonna. As they say in the movie. As they say in the movie. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Tilly, who apparently brought her own wardrobe for her character uh, for this really? movie. Yeah, that's what they said in the special features. She brought her own wardrobe, and she dresses very much like Madonna. She's, like, obsessed with Madonna. Yeah, she wears um, the, like, pointy boob yeah. dress for the costume part. And her, yeah, her, her uh, costumes are pretty great in this movie. Yeah, Jennifer Tilly is trying she is screaming all over this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this can possibly be a coincidence because the the Lily James Cinderella just came out like right before this and Jennifer Tilly's outfit looks like very, very similar to the Kate Blanchett, like green kind of pukey mm-hmm. uh, side hat thing, uh, mm-hmm. very iconic one that she wears in that movie. And so I was like, oh, that I guess that's cool. <laughs> she kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But she she's clearly having fun, and they they uh, they clearly just like let her loose in this. There's there's a lot yep. of uh, there's actually a bunch of deleted scenes on the DVD. Which by the way, the DVD is hilarious. It looks like it was made with like toast ten or something. That's <laughs> like you know like uh, you know it's a software jokes. Yeah, ah. <laughs> it's a DVD burner that you have at home, and it's like the most basic looking thing you can got have. It, got it's it. like we made a menu exactly. If you saw it, you'd be like, oh yeah, that looks like the basic buttons from. <laughs> Or like the one that uh, Costco sends your pictures back on or something. Exactly. (laughs) But they're, yeah, like the deleted scenes all have like a little icon that looks like a scissors. Yeah. Um, Anyways, a bunch of the deleted scenes. Oh, (laughs) no. A bunch of the deleted scenes are uh, of Jennifer Tilly, which I felt was like kind of sad because she's really having fun in this movie. Yeah. Um, What I was going to say is the first half of this movie really clearly to me felt like somebody. had just watched uh, Pitch Perfect on the airplane and was like, I can do that, and let's make it a Cinderella story for Yeah. There is even a freaking Cups song. <laughs> and the people are, like, not particular good at 
the cupping, cup yeah. dancing, and she specifically looks at them and goes, "Wow, they're so good." And yeah. I'm like, "Are they?" They're kind of like this. Oh my God, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest secret here: the best talent makes beds and halls trash. Wow. Cap, cap, cap. Oh! I like, I like that the guy. That's the part where the one dude stands up and oh, starts to like do shaka. stomp. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of like clap, 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 <laughs> slap, clap. And then everyone's like, oh shit! Yeah, he, he's related to Hobbs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, as you heard in that clip, it's just like, it's very basic. Yeah, but it's not, it's not even particularly choreographed. Like, they all do that rhythm with various cups and tables, but they're yeah. not doing, like, a uniform routine. Like, it's not an anacandric situation. It's so bad. And it's just like, uh, I mean, the song that comes after that I thought was kind of fun, and they turned it into a big musical number. Um, but the intro was just like... Okay, I looked it up, and Pitch Perfect was out the year before yeah. this, so guaranteed that's where they got yeah. this. There's also later a uh, an audition scene that is like some of the bad auditions are ripped straight from that, like where the one girl is singing so quiet you can't hear her. Straight from Pitch Perfect, and I'm sure maybe... And High School movies. Musical, and everything else that's had an audition ever. Yeah. Um, but uh, Except for Tagashi Miki's audition. I wanted to talk to you about this insane lunch that Sophia Carson gets when she goes to the cafeteria. Oh my God. Yes. So like she gets in the line and you see like, there's like, a, like a pallet of burgers and hot dogs and stuff. And she just goes like, I'll take that. And the guy hands her a tray, which has a salad, a brownie and a slushy. Yeah, it? it's right. icy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what kind of like, and, what, what is this? And here's my beef with this movie. This is the main thing that I have a problem yeah. with, is that if we're talking about the fourth movie in a Cinderella story, this is the clear opportunity to put fish back in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There could have been salmon or some sort of weird-ass there trout. no seafood at all. No seafood at all. Nope. No. Broke with everything that people like about these films. I know. She ordered a salad? What's that about? A salad and a slushie? There's not even anchovies in there. <laughs> And if there was, it was implied. And she just like nods like that's the preset. No one meal. no one <laughs> no one threw a fish through a portrait of a person. No one. Missed opportunity. We yeah. did get bird poop as sunscreen. Ew. We that was gross. Did get bird poop as sunscreen. But not seafood. No. Wouldn't it have smelled? Wouldn't she have noticed? No? You don't think she'd notice? Well, serious brain damage is a serious issue. <laughs> she rubs it all over her face. <laughs> um, so we have this like whole, um, you know, this song called Do You, where they have this whole song and dance. And do I you? Wanna, do you? Do you? No, it's more like Do You. Do You. Do You. It's You Do You, Kyle. You Do You, Kyle. You Do You, Kyle. You Do You, Kyle. Do You? Whenever you're out there, You Do You. You Do You. <laughs> Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Sophia Carson compared to the other leads that we've had. Um, I kind of was like, I didn't know who she was, but um, I thought that uh, she actually does the best dancing and uh, her singing is actually pretty good in this movie. She too. is given way more to do because uh, the gimmick of this movie is that she has to be two different people at once mm -hmm. uh, running around and being this British alter ego Bella Snow Bella Snow and doing quick costume changes and that's part of the comedy of it mm -hmm. uh, yeah I think that she's fairly talented and and has to do a lot in this movie like the dancing is leaps and bounds above anything that like yeah Selena Gomez oh, or Lucy sure. Hale were doing well, but also this is like a, a you know a 20 one year, 22 year old girl at this point who already like graduated from UCLA. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Like, so. But you can tell, like, oh, she's like had some, she's like really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah, she, she did fine. I still like Hillary Duff and Lucy Hale more. I just feel like they're more likable. Um, well, and yeah. Selena Gomez in general, I like more, but not in that movie. She was horrible. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking more about like the uh, what was demanded of her as far as like the dancing sure. and, and musical. Just like abilities. straight up execution. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because we, as we said, there's a musical within the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, like Tyler said, the the whole thing this time is that uh, she uh, isn't allowed, you know, her step stepmom is not letting her audition. So she is going to pretend to be this other person. So it brings, it brings back in the fairy godmother type aspect where her friend is kind of magic in terms of giving her a makeover. Mm-hmm. And another thing that's also kind of nice is that Jennifer Tilly notices right away, like what this gambit is. And is like, fuck that bullshit. You can't do it. Yeah. She doesn't notice that it is Tessa, but she notices that she knows something's up. Right. But I thought like she looked in this one, like, I think she would look different enough that you. Uh, no, no, no. Like, the, the, like the, way, the way that they sold the misdirect was believable because she had a friend who was very much of of theater makeup and gave her wigs and uh, eyepieces and everything else. Where like, and she was doing a full accent. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, like I put on a mask, <laughs> yeah, or a you know a piece of see through fabric, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, how could you not know it was me from the Arabian Nights racially insensitive dance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so this one didn't have anything against no Asians. racial insensitivity. Yay, <laughs> just mostly white people. Yeah. But I'd rather have, like, just white jokes and British accent jokes rather than, like, oh, hello, ching chong ping pong. Yeah, that's, that's true. Ching chong ping pong, clean up the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Twice. Uh, Twice. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, you know, we've seen her sing earlier in the, in the movie, and uh, she has her audition and blows everybody out of the water. Right. Um... But then she needs to race out of there and drops her shoe on the way out. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Just like Cinderella. The first time we have a shoe related to the whole Cinderella story. But, like, the shoe mystery is solved relatively quickly. But it's not actually solved because it's her fake identity. Yeah, I was thinking when this... when this, No Zunes were hurt. <laughs> when this happens, I'm like, what? It should have been called If the Shoe Matches, because they, <laughs> they don't ever care about whether or not it fits. They're just looking for the person with the other shoe, uh, which is I, th- I thought was really dumb. And the whole time, like, uh, the, the dude, Reed West, is you know, fixing this bike with Tessa the whole time. And he's clearly like following, falling in love with like the normal version of her. Yet she's still like keeping up this, like I got to be this fake British one. He never really even has much of an attraction to the fake one. Oh, he no, doesn't yeah. give a shit about he's her. Just like, yeah, she's really oh, talented, but she's like super flaky. She's talented. I wanted her to be in the show, but like he, he doesn't yeah. really he's ever. Like, I'm really into this Tessa girl who's helped me fix this motorcycle. That I don't know shit about. Yeah. So there's like, like no point for her to like keep up the ruse other than like her stepmom being mad or something. That's so stupid. <laughs> but um yeah, that I didn't really understand. I did not understand. Um so that reminds me of I was going through some of the IMDb uh reviews Ooh. of this movie. And this is uh from somebody uh who's calling themselves I'm such a cheese ball. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, first of all, not great acting, but I wasn't expecting it to be like Hillary Duff's a Cinderella story. So I still watched the whole movie. That being said, it is incredibly predictable. However, the songs were upbeat and new, and the idea that Cinderella knows motorcycles was pretty cool. <laughs> Wait, so like, Cinderella knows songs, motorcycles. The songs being upbeat and new is not a value statement. Those no, are just facts. Those like just they're facts. either upbeat or low in beat, and they are either new or old. The, like. the, I hadn't heard the songs before, so I liked it. One of my favorite things in this movie is the fact that Reed fell in love with Tessa and not her fake identity, Bella. I thought that was really great, and I probably wouldn't have liked the movie very much if he fell for Bella. Another little detail I loved was the fact that Reed didn't know a thing about fixing a motorcycle. I feel like there are few, there are some movies where every guy knows how to fix a car, and when a girl knows how to fix a car, they're surprised, and they bond over that shared knowledge. 
Is that still cheese ball or is that a different That's review? That's still cheese oh, ball. Oh, okay. Mm. I liked that the guy was dumb and didn't know about cars. <laughs> I mean, that makes me like movies when guys are dumb. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I like cinema verite. <laughs> Okay. The next one down is a Cinderella story. If the shoe fits, isn't great, isn't a great movie, but it isn't a horrible one either. Oh, fair, fair, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On uh, I read on IMDb trivia slash Amazon X Ray uh-huh. that uh, Sophia Carson got the chance to meet Hillary Duff at a frozen yogurt store when she was taking her son to buy frozen yogurt. Oh. <laughs> Carson was so nervous, and she went up to Duff to inform her that she was honored to be doing the last film installment of the franchise she created. Duff was overexcited and let Carson know how much of a fan she was of hers and hopes of working with her in the future on her return to Disney. Hopes was capital H apostrophe S. Um, <laughs> Where did this story come from? Get your uh, get so his Sophia Carson said this in an interview to Young Hollywood. Oh, you know what? Those mochi bits are on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia but Carson. It is nice. I have Hillary Duff money. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I do believe that Hillary Duff would be very nice to this. Oh, young absolutely. Girl. Yeah, but yes. uh, also she's probably like, oh, okay, sweetie. She, <laughs> she was like, wait, they they made how many of those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I mean, hijinks ensue. She has to do a bunch of costume changes. There is a costume ball in this. Oh yeah, where all the girls dress up like Cinderella, and uh, Jennifer Tilly's like. Oh, Tessa, I got you a costume as well. And it's a penguin, which I thought was kind of funny. She is a penguin. For... But it is like a, but it, it is, it isn't like a frumpy penguin outfit. It is like a, a fit, like sexy, she does sexy look, penguin. She does look good as a penguin. Yeah. I was like, it's not like a, you know, like a fat penguin outfit or anything. <laughs> I was like, she still looks normal. Yeah. You know, you might think it was like a big, like a wheezy type. Penguin yeah, something. it was like a sexy penguin outfit, but with the penguin head from the crappy outfit. Yeah, it was like the, right. bo- the body of the outfit was like tapered and everything yeah. to like match her figure. It's like, tailor this penguin onesie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, uh, but y- not too sexy. That yeah. like Yandy.com website where people buy the sexy Halloween costumes every year. Yeah. yeah. It is funny, though. The uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's get further into it. <laughs> <laughs> Yandy.com? Something like that. I don't know. They're the ones that put out the, like, really uh, timely, sexy costumes every year. Okay. Like, this year's, there's just, like, sexy college admission scandal jail bomb <laughs> and, like, sexy, sexy impeachment. Rudy I did, I, I, did, yeah. I did see, uh, like, LA Times, I was like, sexy, like, Mr. Rogers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, was that. Yeah. Oh, they had sexy whistleblower, which was, like, really <laughs> just a giant whistle and, like, a oh, sexy no. outfit. Oh, God. Anyway. Boo. This, uh... <laughs> This costume party, we finally get to hear um, Reed West's hit song, Get Loose. And it's funny because there's this entire choreographed dance that everyone knows, apparently. It's like, get loose, put the WD-40 inside <laughs> the door hinge. It's like the, the He doesn't dance. know what WD-40 is. <laughs> the dance is just like the, the Bernie dance, basically. Like. Yeah, Petroleum-based. It's super tense. <laughs> Putting them in the place to go. It's hilarious because uh, <laughs> one of the one of the special features on the DVD is the teaching the get loose dance, uh, and they have this whole thing about how like oh yeah it's like the hustle type electric slide type righty dance. tidy <laughs> lifty loose. I mean it, it's, it's the designed get loose that dance way. To it's like the wobble and the Bernie like those yeah dance moves. exactly. Um, What's the Bernie? The thing from uh, I don't know the movie with the dead body. Oh, I don't weekend know. at Bernie. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I remember because baseball teams movie did with the this. Dead body. I don't know yeah. that people used to do that in band all the time. That dance. Move. I see. Is I it see. not actually called that? I no, that makes sense. Oh, okay. I don't know what it looks like, but I know what you're talking about. I think. Yeah. The floppy arms. Yeah. The floppy arms. Um, floppy bird. But uh, yeah, they, 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 they. But yeah, they just use the. They this just movie use the continues to go on. Costume party to connect again and. He loves Tessa clearly. Get loose, get loose, get loose. To her credit, he's about to make out with her, and she's like, wait, what about your girlfriend? And then he's like, oh, I got to go, because the manager comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at first I was like, oh, she's just going to like make out with him. That's weird and gross, and I don't like it. But right. she she asked, and then the manager lied and said, oh, he's going to propose, and so she gets all sad. Yeah. 
And she, uh, we do get to see, you know, we see a couple like rehearsal scenes for this Cinderella production. And I'm like, the whole time I'm like, why the fuck would this guy even be doing this? It looks so terrible. But we do get to see a couple scenes from like the finished mm-hmm. production. And I was like, oh, it actually looks pretty nice. It's almost more like a fantasy ballet, like yeah. Rogers and Hammerstein situation. Yeah, because there, there's this like song uh, called like Why Don't I or whatever that, that Sophia Carson sings when she's still in like, you know, servant Cinderella mode. Yeah. And she does do a lot of like ballet moves and stuff. By the way, Sophia Carson's uh, like standard move or maybe Michelle Johnston's standard move in every single dance that she does throughout this movie is to put her arms up and bend her wrists like in <laughs> yeah, a yeah. million different directions. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> she's like doing <laughs> the karate kid situation, yeah. but like that is the signature move of every dance number in this film. Yeah. But uh, by the end, um, you know, Jennifer Tilly finds out Mm -hmm. that uh, Sophia Carson's character, Tessa, is actually also Bella Snow and locks her down in her, like, terrible um, servant's quarters Oh, yeah, they made her sleep under the stairs like Harry Potter, (laughs) which I was kind of glad she called out. Uh, She's like, so I'm Harry Potter now. (laughs) And I love that... um, yeah, so at this point, suddenly now this the this terrible the, these are we took a step back in the uh, stepsisters situation. Oh, yeah. We definitely uh, did. They're back to the cartoonish I, nonsense. I missed the stepsisters from the previous film. Yeah, stepbrother, stepbrother. Yeah, indeed. Um, uh, and they're gonna like try to take over Cinderella's role. And I love that this this end scene that we've seen rehearsed earlier in the movie is getting played out with like just total nonsense now. And they're trying to vamp, but the audience is like laughing at everything and like thinking it's normal. They're like eating it up. I don't know if they were laughing at the scene as much as they were just laughing at how pathetic Jennifer Tilly's character. Oh yeah. But they seem like they were enjoying it. They weren't like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get the sense that they were necessarily laughing at her. Like, what the fuck is this? But maybe, um, yeah, yeah she, since the stepsister is going to take on Cinderella's role, she's like, who's going to take my role? And Jennifer Tilly's like, all right, I could be on stage. And so she tries to take over the stepsister role. <laughs> Which is fun for about 30 seconds. Yeah. And there's like uh, all sorts of screaming. She's Across screaming. Across the event to get back to the stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what I love about the end of this movie, I'm like, so, Bella Snow shows up, but it's really obviously it's Tessa. Bella Snow. She she shows up, and they're like, "Oh my God, Tessa, it was you all along." And she's like, "Yeah, totally. I'm gonna sing a song now." And then fix a motorcycle and ride it into the yes! goddamn sun. This is what I was like. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, there's an insane costume change that happens, and I don't know how that happened because it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean. Having a quick change is the new like big thing in theater right now. Right. Like except, Frozen or Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella. Except or, that it was yeah. not just a costume change. It was also a hair clean the change. dirt off your face, make your hair different change. Which, yeah. You know, so it's quick a little... change. Quick <laughs> change. Quick change. So what I want to know is, was the plan for the musical always for them to drive off on a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because that no, was the whole conceit no, of why she The whole time it was like, oh, we need her pumpkin carriage and oh, it's okay. this motorcycle. I just we got to fix the pumpkin carriage. It's this motorcycle, which never made it sense. It just doesn't make sense because the entire production is like in old timey fairy tale land. They're wearing like... Yeah, it's not like they Royal were doing a modern day and, interpretation. Yeah. They were doing Cinderella. They even like talked in old timey, like yeah. you know. And then suddenly they both have leather jackets, and there's a ramp where the motorcycle goes off the stage, and they're like, "Yeah!" And then they drive well, off into heaven. The finale, like. the finale was guest directed by Boz Lerman. <laughs> yeah. How dare you! <laughs> It was not nearly enough red velvet for this to be Australia. directed by Boss Lerman. And, uh, and uh, Reed West is like, looks at her and he's like, where do you want to go now? And she's like, she's like East motherfucker. No, she says, she says everywhere. <laughs> Which is like the dumbest thing. You can it was say. really dumb. And I want to say too, that this is like the worst Prince that we've had by far. Not only is he like kind of a no name guy, but like we don't really get much character of yeah. him at all. Like she's, she sort you of, you don't even know if he's talented. She sort of mentions like, Oh, you wrote all the songs for their musical. And like, 
that's the real you as opposed to what the one other song we've heard which is just like a dance song yeah which- and we see we see them watching like a a sh- real shitty looking music video of his where it was like that duet with with the harper or whatever. girl yeah. yeah get loose and just the whole Plot, yeah, the, the whole conceit of this movie Men just doesn't make based sense. Lubricants help you open up <laughs> jars and shit. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, um, the other ones made, made a little bit more sense. Like, oh, this guy's like super popular. Oh my god, this one's like this guy's doing a weird. This guy's like ten years of, older than me. Yeah, this guy is a super famous pop star. This guy is the quarterback. I guess this guy's doing community theater at a. <laughs> Resort? Yeah, I, it doesn't make sense. It's a weird, it's a weird. This concept. guy loved dirty dancing, and he wanted to do community theater so that he could have. Uh, I'm gonna just back off the joke. <laughs> and I'm like, I so. don't know if they thought that like the Cinderella within Cinderella story would be funny or something, but it's kind of not. I'm gonna imagine that they thought that it would be good. There was also like a mention that I almost forgot about the entire movie until the very end that whoever got the role of Cinderella, if she did a good job and impressed oh, like, yeah. the agent record label guy that was there, that she would get a shot at recording a record. Like, and yeah. that was mentioned in the very, very beginning. And then at the end when he like, I was like, Oh yeah. So I guess there it, is it, some real world consequence. It's not all just like this dumb one time, one night only at the resort production. It's like, yeah, another, another weird situation. Like, uh, you know, the other movies where she get, like in the other movies, she got the scholarship and then she also got a recording contract in the yeah. last film. And this one, the guy's like, call me sometime. And you're like, Oh yeah, that was the record. Label. He was like, call me. Maybe. Call me, maybe. Here's my card. It, it, this could be crazy. And it it's just like, what? Yeah, it was just really weird. So I guess she gets to drive off into everywhere with a recording contract. And I want to go everywhere with you, and then I'm going to get a recording contract. Because, a because this of every person at this Marriott timeshare <laughs> wanted me. He thought that I did a good job singing a song. Yeah. Maybe? Well, I've been to many, many Marriott timeshares, and there has never been a talent show of any kind. Right. Lame. <laughs> That's on you, Marriott. <laughs> That's on you. I mean, that's basically the movie. Uh, it's just like, if you look at the DVD cover of this movie, you could tell instantly, it's just not that good. Spoiler <laughs> alert, the shoe fits. Apparently, the shoe though, matches. this one did very well. Because they happened to hit, like, the exact right moment that the Descendants thing had just blown up. And so they advertised the crap out of it on Disney Channel and ABC Family. And apparently, like, almost 2 million people watched it, I guess. Yeah, My God. It says, uh, yeah, so it came out on DVD August 2nd. And then, um, sorry, DVD August 16th. And then they premiered it on Freeform November 27th, 2016, with 1.1 million viewers. And then it also aired... You know, uh, a few months later, January 16th, 2017, and was watched by 2.13 million people. 2.13? Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> 2.13. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, for the demographic that likes this girl, I guess maybe they liked it. I don't know. I think that she's actually pretty charming in this. I think yeah. that everything around uh, her is not interesting, and it feels like it is being force-fed through whatever template that I think that we established for the past three movies is not a template, but somehow... Uh, producers think that it is i mean like it's going through the paces of this franchise that does not feel like it's a franchise in a way that's like okay yeah character actress stepmother caricature stepsisters it's like mistaken identity which by the way the fact that you know, now friend of the show, Lee Dunlap, it gets a cut <laughs> of every single one of these movies she gets a credit which like I'm glad for her. She could laugh all the way to the damn bank. But, like, 
it's so loose that I'm like, yeah, how do they even consider that loose. these are characters created by her? Yeah, I mean, like, good for her, but like, what? Because the yeah, even like the because the plot of the second movie is fairly different from the first one. So none of them are like the first one. Yeah, the re- like two through four have all been pretty similar now. Uh, Step up to the we Cinderella. Don't know what's happen, but I I think like also um, I don't know. I feel like uh, I mean. This is maybe we had a little bit of this with Home Alone, but like this is definitely the first franchise where it's like been the same movie every time, but just like yeah. different actors playing the same parts, basically. Um, even with Step Up, there was some like continuity between yes, the movies. Yeah. yeah, and Home maybe Alone, the Open Waters, I guess, were like yeah, those was, were straight up anthologies. That's style. true. I was like Home Alone. We uh, have a little bit of continuity, and then it's like oh, another kid Home Alone uh, for the next few, but. Um, this one, every single movie has been just like same scenario, different recast, people. Recast, recast, <laughs> roll the dice. And so it's been a little interesting. And maybe you're hearing that in our uh, voices this week where we're just kind of like another Cinderella but I story. What it is. You know, I'm not like an expert on WGA regulations, but is it the element of Cinderella taking place in the present day or is Prob- it the title of probably. a Cinderella story? Probably largely the title. So, yeah, if they had gotten rid of the uh and story, then they wouldn't have to even put that credit on. Correct. Yeah. So I I guess they just do it for the name recognition. Correct. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's awesome for her. It's totally awesome for her. Every couple. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also that it's a I mean, even the first one didn't have to do with fame or or mistaken identity. It's a regular girl that wanted to go to college. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And it wasn't like, hey, if you dance real good, I'll give you that money for school. I mean, yeah, I'll be a famous. I'm a famous boy. I'm a goddamn famous boy. All right. <laughs> and if you fall like in love me. with me, like me, there's some force out there that exists beyond my famous boyness that is going to make you set for goddamn life. That's right. Fall in love with the famous boy, Hillary Duff. Lived in the valley and was around Hollywood, like her friend did that commercial or whatever. But the it didn't have anything to do with the love story, right? Whereas all the rest of them, like that is it, you know? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, it's like dance for the famous boy, dance, dance monkey dance. That's right, yeah. sing or dance for the famous boy. Yeah, maybe you'll his be the dad best. is rich sometimes, or sometimes <laughs> it's some other person who's a father figure who is also rich. His bald manager. Bald manager. Freddie Marks. Um, Freddie Baldy Marks. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. You got a rating system for this one? Oh, how many Taylor Penguin suits would you give? <laughs> Cinderella story. If the shoe fits. If the shoe fits. Okay, if the shoe fits, I think I'll give it like a four stars. No, four. Not stars, sorry. Four tailored penguin suits. Yeah. But you know what? The shoe never fits on anyone, so I'm going to give it a two. Whoa! <laughs> two whole points off just for the false advertising? Two Actually, shoe, no, 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 no. A penguin boogaloo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to three, sorry. <laughs> because uh, we were hating on this movie a lot, but like the... But I did enjoy the dance numbers and the musical sequences in this. I think that you are right that she is actually fairly talented and yeah. fairly charming. And I was like and does pretty a good job carrying this through. Yes. Yeah, for a person that I was like, I don't really, not familiar with you that well. Uh, I thought she was actually really impressive uh, in 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 all the musical numbers, and I thought her voice was great, and she obviously can dance. Um, and so those parts I really enjoyed. But the movie built around it is not that great. And as much as I love Jennifer Tilly, I feel like she's a little bit wasted here. Part of me was like, totally oh, man. Wasted. I was like, I wish she was like her character in Bride of Chucky and just started mm-hmm. murdering people. <laughs> it would have been more fun that way, yeah. <laughs> Carrying um, around the dead dog and murdering people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny. I saw her post something on Twitter uh, earlier this week, um, or maybe it was last week. She was like, Oh, it was like these screen grabs of like the reviews of most of the movies she's in. And they're all like, <laughs> like the Rotten Tomato score is like 13% oh. and the audience score is like higher, a little bit higher. Nice. And I was just like, you know, yeah, she, she, uh, she doesn't get the love she deserves. Yeah. I mean, That's we love correct. her. She retweeted and liked our tweets multiple times, right? Yeah. The Chucky franchise. So, and she, you know, she's clearly having she a fun is time. She's great in this movie. It's that she feels like that she is in a separate 
soundstage that's happening yeah. that should be cut into whatever's happening in this community theater Jerry dancing yep. nonsense. <laughs> so for me, three tailored penguin outfits. I am also going to say three tailored penguin suits. Um, overall, I think just the story and the comprehension, the chemistry at least, was better than that poor Selena Gomez situation. But other than that, I disliked it a lot compared to the others. And just, it was just weird. Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like coherent to me for some reason. And yeah. What about you, Tyler? Did the shoe fit for you? I'm going to give it to Taylor penguin outfits i found it to be there was here's i feel like this is a theme when i'm giving ratings like this i feel like that this movie had superior parts to what it actually ended up adding up to i think that uh her main performance is actually better in some respects to other performances we've gotten in these movies i thought jennifer Mm -hmm. tilly was also very good in this movie and Somehow that ended up being diminishing returns. I think that this movie was trot out, tired, and just kind of lazy in a way mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, well, it's a frame story. It's Cinderella within a Cinderella story. We Our job's done. Let's just wipe our hands off and move forward. And I didn't think that I, I felt like there was people that were actually trying very, very hard to make this movie work. And I don't think that their actions were reciprocated and it didn't make it a very enjoyable watch for me. I also wanted to say too, I forgot about this earlier, but the stepmother and the stepsisters like story wise in this one really don't have like we don't know what their deal is like the one eighth madonna cousin is the only mention of like what do they do where are they you know what like all the other stepmoms had like careers at least they like held a job no matter even if they were bad at it like even it was just like oh like your mom was a backup dancer and she died yeah (laughs) like i mean all the stepmoms (laughs) which is the lamest flimsiest story but it was more than this yeah it's like okay at least jane lynch was working and so was jennifer till or yeah Uh, missy pile missy Missy pile and um Jennifer Coolidge. She was yeah. a dean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were all, like, working and doing things, and this time the stepmother and the stepsisters are just completely, like, vapid of character or right. any motivation of any yeah. kind. And also, we don't really know, this is, like, the one time where it's not explained at all why Cinderella is staying with them or continuing to not work for them. at all, yeah. Nothing is mentioned. It's not, oh, they own the garage, or, you know, she has to for X, Y, and Z. You know, like, right. this is the worst motivation we've had, which we mentioned last time, how good the the brother and sister were and yes. her motivation, which is that the best friend was being blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, so maybe the blame goes on the script level. Well, I think uh, Mel- Michelle Johnson did a pretty good job directing for what it sure. is. Sure. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. And I'm sure she also probably did the choreography, too. So, Justin, from what I understand, is that we're not quite done. That's right. You guys, next week, the Cinderella Story franchise is going to continue its uh, role as a transitional franchise for us. It brought us out of Halloween. and now how many of these? Five. And now it's going to bring <laughs> us into the Christmas season. Yay. With a... Fucking hot off the presses, brand new entry from 2019. It came out just in October, end of October. Uh, It's called A Cinderella Story Christmas Wish. You know how all your Christmas stories get released in October. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All the really good ones come out All the good ones are in October. Yeah. Got to get ahead of the game. You know, because things come out and it takes people like, you know, a month and a half or two months to figure out like, oh, this came out. Well, Well, in a direct-to-video situation... Maybe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is the next one. Michelle Johnson back as the director for this one. So we got to see what Christmas brings to this uh, franchise. At least I'm hoping that, like, Christmas is, like, a chance to maybe, like, totally change up some of the plot points of this movie. Oh, I hope so. Or is it going to be like, Santa's a pop star and the elves got audition <laughs> to see whether or not they're going to be top elf. <laughs> 
I don't know what's going to happen. By the way, I want to mention, too, that the Disney... I'm prepared to be disappointed by this. <laughs> yeah. The Disney Cinderella sequels go into time travel, so I'm a little disappointed that we haven't gotten that yet. Yeah, yeah. well, there's still time. <laughs> yeah, Christmas Wish, give us fucking time travel. <laughs> There's still time. This one stars another girl I don't even know, Laura Murano. Never heard of her. If you jingle bell rock at 88 miles an hour. That's right. We better not get that stupid uh, white Christmas version. Yes! I hope that happens. I would love it. Um, well, in the meantime, Eliz, where can people tell us whether or not their shoes fit? <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to see a podiatrist about that. Uh, or email a us. Foot doctor, yeah. he says in the movie. Yeah. Email us. He Sequel rights. You better see a foot doctor, yeah. Sequel rights at gmail.com. Or find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us uh, wherever you find your podcast. Let us know how you get loose. Uh, <laughs> get loose, loose on the floor. No, we need these reviews goes. or we'll never get our vague promise of a record deal. That's right. That's right. And, yeah, if you email us or uh, send us a review online, we're, we'll, we're probably going to read it out loud. So do actually, it. Actually, something that I would love to hear uh, in, in your reviews, uh, which character actor or actress which you think would make an amazing evil stepmother yes in this series i think that there's a lot out there and uh and so far actually that's been the most redeeming quality of this series of just like everybody's like wow that's actually kind of amazing that this yeah. person's doing this role it's kind of juicy it's fun let us know what you think and honestly i bet there is a high chance that this is going to keep continuing after a christmas yeah, yeah. so you know <laughs> Get on top of it. <laughs> you hear that? Character actress Margot Martindale. <laughs> Margot right. Martindale! Yes. I love that this is recurring and I want to keep it going. <laughs> Just that write Margot Martindale in your five star review. Yeah. <laughs> well, join us next week as we kick off December with uh, a Cinderella story Christmas wish. I've never been.